Welcome to Extra Points. Now here's your host, Cousin Sal, and his good, good pals, Dave Damashek and Martin Weiss. All right, welcome to the Extra Points podcast. Cousin Sal here, spaghetti and meatballs, fiddling with the knobs, babyface Joel Solomon producing this mess, and joining me as always, my dear, dear pals, Dave Damashek, Martin Weiss, one of you two, I'm not going to point fingers, is coming back from a cognac party. Sheck, is it you? I don't remember. But say the it other must one have been asked, some cognac, cognac party, party if I so. was there. <laughs> what the hell? What's a cognac party? Tell us, Martin. It's all over the internet. Well, uh, my cognac party. one of my friends, Shannon Sharp. Really uh, he couldn't help himself. You could have left it at one of your friends. No, Who no, the specific is a, guy is is besides this the point, is a right? this is a high access party. You got okay. go ahead. I mean, go the, ahead. That was why he's asking me, right? <laughs> not asking, I mean, I don't. So you could drop a name, uh, all right? My, my buddy drop, Shannon, pick it you up. Know, open day, uh, open day. Uh, Shannon Dardic, yeah. He opened a cognac line called Le Portier, named, wow. named for his grandmother, and he had like the uncorking. I don't know the yeah, exclusive yeah. uncorking last night. So interesting. I was there. And it was fun. It, it was looked like time. you had a good part, a uh, good time. You were there with Rob Parker, of course. I'll, to- I'll say this. Yeah. If you are ever, if you ever commit a crime and you need an alibi, mm-hmm. just call Rob Parker and ask him to go out to dinner 15 minutes later. Oh, really? Because he will post it before, oh, yeah. before you even pay the bill. That's how I found out about this. He's congratulating Shannon on the cognac party, and in doing so, he puts a, well, where the hell is this? Now? I'm still at the party, by the way, and, <laughs> and when this picture is up on the internet. Like Look at that. Look at the sporting a maroon outfit there. Could you do that ever no, in your life? No, Jack? I couldn't pull that off. Look at I Mark. Not, ever I, in your life, were you cool enough to wear a maroon a suit? A maroon like that? suit? No, I no, I haven't been, and going forward, I probably won't. Yeah, be. Well, that, nice color on now. You're very happy there, Martin. Very. I don't know that I've seen you that happy. Well, I'm at work. Pretty no. good. You're at <laughs> work. Cognac parties. Okay, we'll see where that takes us. Remember about 20 years ago, where it was all the rage to cigar bars. Oh yeah, that was a weird era when yeah. people would go to to on purpose. They would go out and they would smoke cigars together, and it was super hip. If a woman smoked a cigar with you, that mm-hmm. made her really uh, hip and now. And, you know, we, we get away, the further away we get from things, the more we realize how ridiculous they were. Like, you know, 80s parties are kind of an ironic how thing that, for people to do. People think that's super funny to dress up like the 80s. The weirdest one, and I've noticed people are starting to pick up on it. I think it's the 25th year anniversary of Swingers. Oh, yeah. The one suits. I, suits. The, that was, that to me, I love talking about that era. When I first moved to L.A., the hipsters, you'd go to the, to the clubs, the ones with the unmarked doors and everything else, no sign mm-hmm. out front. You had mm-hmm. to know a hip dude who, who and we had one, uh, Sal. We had our hip friend, Jordan. Oh, yeah. It's like, oh, yeah, no, this is where the place to be. And uh, you'd go in there, and people would be dressed in zoot suits, yeah. and they would swing dance and all that. What a, what, I what know a what collection of weirdos. Because my cousin Jimmy did sports for K-Rock back then, and every week they would have a, like a zoot suit party. It definitely had like a Valentine's Day party. Him, and no smoke for oh, my cousin Jimmy. Oh, none, sorry. None, none of sorry. that. None of that. You could uh, just leave it at your cousin. My friend Shannon could just leave it at your cousin. That's it for K-Rock. Anyway, all right, yeah, my cousin worked for, uh, you, know, you can guess which one. Uh, anyway, but yeah, what happened to these, and it was great dancing. It was fantastic dancing, like you saw in Swingers. And where, what happened to all these dancers? What happened to all these suits? I guess Martin Weiss Well, one of, them, one of them is now having a, uh, a real star turn on Curb Your Enthusiasm, Vince Vaughn. Yeah, but outside of that, I don't know what's happened to any of the I, other I just mean the regular dancers. people. Yeah, I don't know. I walked into a... Uh, Bar or club and people were like swing dancing. Mm-hmm. I think I don't. I wouldn't be there long. 
No, huh? It'd be a quick turnaround. You're all cognac parties. Doesn't um, Shannon not drink? I, t- <laughs> I t- I said this. I I said how much would you I, like? How much would I bet that you have only you drink more of this liquor than any liquor else combined in the world? Yeah. And he's like, I'm, I we can't have this conversation here. I heard there's a rumor that he doesn't drink. I don't drink, but I would. I you know what? I'm gonna come out with a pilsner. I think. Oh. I go to dinner with my wife, and I always ask the waitress what's uh, what kind of pilsner she has. And it's like my wife's like, "Why are you doing this?" Like, it's, I just think it's a funny word, and I don't drink, but I'm going to come out with a, a line of pilsners. Pilsner. I'll say, like, what kind of pilsner? I think do you I have? think five years ago, a hundred percent, like never touched a drop. Yeah, but I think now, like I think yeah. throughout the last, the last two and a half years, where he's been making this, yeah, he's obviously sampled it and tried it and have other people. Yeah, sample also I've seen for him. he works with yeah. Skip. You got to eventually you're gonna start drinking. <laughs> First of all, Shannon, weird name for a baby. Mm. Fine as a grown up, but weird name for a for really hey, a, ba- a boy it. My or a girl. Name okay, it's a strange name for a for uh, an Dave. infant boy or girl. <laughs> I didn't say Dave's a good name for a baby either, but you can cheat it with Davy. That's how you get around it. But yes, David the baby. Spaghetti's on to something. Like, nothing's a good baby name. There is nothing, right? I think you were sure saying Sure, there is. Nah, there are plenty of great baby names. Plenty what are you of talking great? about? Plenty yeah. of great. Like, I mean, come on. Now, my point is this I've gone the other way from you fellas. I, after years of making fun of like that, everybody in our 21st century, the phenomenon is everybody is a narcissist. And so everybody's opinion matters about things and everybody needs an area of expertise. And so I resented the frat dudes embracing beer a little bit too much as though that was some air like that was a wine connoisseur. Okay. A beer connoisseur too far in my book. Oh, it's very hoppy. Oh, that's a double, uh, double hops and all that kind of crap. I regret to inform you, or maybe I don't. I'm now a beer snob. I really, I, uh, I, I've, I, I now have a stout that I like. I like a, a hazy IPA that I like. Wow. What's happened to me? So, All what right, else Brad. have you become that you formerly hated? Everything. The Davy Baby name. I mean, yeah. To, to you know, to be fair, I, I, I hate most everything about myself. So that's a long. Well, list. you could. What, what I like about myself is a is a very easy list. I'll let you through. be part of the uh, Pilsner tasting process when I roll okay, it out. Good, uh, thank soon you. enough. Um, we woke up to let's get to something sportsy. Although okay. Shannon shot very, you know, he's sportsy. Did play sports. He did. Staple Center changing its name to Crypto.com. <laughs> and I laughed at it when I saw it. I was like, oh, that's ridiculous. But you know what else is ridiculous? Staples Center. Thank you. Right? It's kind of dumb. It the really people, is. The people on my timeline just bemoaning the loss of this corporate sponsor to trade it for another corporate sponsor. Yeah. Was, it's not like it's, it's, it's not even a real thing. Right. And I was telling them, like, before you got, like, imagine in 2021, Staples buying an arena. Mm-hmm. So do you think in 2042, we're going to be like, remember crypto? That was cool. You know, it was like, remember Bitcoin? That was awesome. Yeah. Like, like I, I mean, we're never going to get back to the old days where it's Shea State, if it's named after someone, right? Finway, whatever. Heinz uh, Field is the closest we'll get to because at least that Heinz is a, a person's name who came up with the ketchup and it, it's, it's roots and are it's in Pittsburgh. Pittsburgh based yes. and all okay, that. Okay, right, that's the closest sense. we'll get. Um, Didn't they? The the one that came, I guess, fairly close was when Arizona was opening up its football stadium. They flirted with pink taco, which is pretty funny. If it were the pink, oh <laughs> the yeah. Pink. But I think this trumps it. They flirted the crypt. What I mean, what in the hell? On I don't purpose? know what you call it. <laughs> I I will say I think I was there. See, I'm gonna have to drop a name here. No, you know what? I'm gonna avoid it, Martin, because I know you get upset. But oh, I, no, I Dave think gets I, upset. That's I, really. I yeah. saw the the first event at Staples Center, and it was a legendary rocker, first name Bruce. Um, 
Mm. And uh, I think that was weird the first name for event. a baby too, Bruce. I think that was the first event there. And he got up there and he like kind of like he kind of like shit on the name like right away. He's like, I always wanted to play an arena named after a steno pad store. It's like, <laughs> dude, they're giving you probably ten million dollars to open this place up. Bruce Horn to be talked that much yes, ass yes. on the on the stadium. I can't believe it, it was Bruce Buffer. He did carry, oh, oh, oh. but um. <laughs> But yeah. So anyway, the my only problem with this is it's a 20-year deal for something that really could be imaginary. I know people are making zillions on crypto, but this could be something like Staples Center at least there you're going to want notepads and staples and stuff like that. But crypto could be in 5 years like what the fuck what were we thinking there? And then what happens to the stadium name? We have 15 more years of it, right? Right. have 15 more years of calling it the crypt and trying to explain to everybody who's like 10. Yeah. What, what cryptocurrency Does it just is. vanish? Does it just, the, does the staples just get I guess they just sell it to somebody else. I mean, Minute Maid had to go out, right, with the with the Enron. So, I mean, that, that's because right. it became in, in trouble. <laughs> that's right. I forgot that that joint was called Enron. Yeah. Well, whether crypto is real or not, you know what's real, guys? A golden hat. And that's what you can win at extrapoints.com slash arcade. We have many free-to-play games. The college pick'em game. One last week by Dan Phoenix, 13 right. NFL pick'em game, Felix Hernandez. Is that the Seattle hurler? Of, of the gray button? I don't think it's him. 11 right. Say NFL. it is. I want to okay, say it, it so I can name drop since you guys are okay, doing all, all right. right. My, my friend Felix Hernandez. Your buddy Felix? Yeah. He did right. it. 11 right. Good job by him. And the NFL prop quiz was won by John Riccio. Five correct. It was a rough week. You win a gold hat. John Riccio for getting five on that. And this week's games are live. It's the last day to sign up for the November prop quiz since Tiger King comes out today. Uh, on, was that Netflix? Anyway, we have questions on uh, for the prop quiz, prop culture. We have questions on what Thanksgiving, Al Roker, uh, all kinds of November uh, stuff. Harry, how many calories he'll consume. But anyway, maybe we should talk some football here. Let's do it, and let's start very quickly in the in the jumping back in the rearview mm-hmm. mirror. It was moving day in the NFL Pick'em at ExtraPoints.com in the arcade. Get to play against Cousin Sal and everybody else. Yes. I'm it still was, in first place. I never mentioned this. I'm still in. I think I, you gained the game on me. Is that, I is that thought, what you're about to well, say? I was going to say, at the end of the early six. games on Sunday, I thought, oh, this is where Damashek passes Sal once and for all. I was six and one. Oh, wow. At the you're one blowing. o'clock at the, by the end of the first games. Mm-hmm. And then I fell on my they face. Played in the the rest of them, huh? yeah, right. yeah, they, they, yeah, they, they played the rest of the rest of the games. No, but you ended up, I think, gaining a game on me. Check it out, uh, extrapoints.com slash arcade. Martin, you are not good at picking the whole slate. You're good nah. at pups of the week, this and that, nah, but no. I'm not. Uh, nah, I, I never, I, that's not how I gamble in the first place. I don't bet I don't, I don't bet to win. I don't bet to win or anything. Well, no, no, it's just, no, 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 no. Just so Shannon invites me to his parties. Oh, wow. Well, that that had nothing to do with that. That's, that. that's just me and my, person, my sparkling personality. I see. And proximity Sh- to start. Shaq, by the way, tweeting like on Friday, like, I don't want the pen. Oh, I took Arizona. I want the Panthers. Like, we can't get last-minute changes. Why not? Why can't I? Says who? I because can't. I mean, so what, what kind of pool? Say, have you ever been in where I'm not allowed to make a choice to, 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 to can change you just my keep pick? Track? Is it that hard to keep track? Like, if you're taking Carolina as your pup of the week, can you also take them plus 10? Is that hard? No. I didn't, I, I didn't know Cam Newton was even their quarterback at the at the time I made Arizona my pick. I didn't even know he was on the he roster. He wasn't even 
supposed to be, actually. I mean, he really wasn't starting. They put him in for gadget plays at the goal line. So Isn't the whole premise behind this is like you pick it like you would bet it? The line is locked, right? Yeah, like, when I put him in on Tuesday, then things change. It's the week unfolds. Well, and I, I, I reserve the right to change my pick to the last minute. Why are you doing it Tuesday? Do it Thursday morning. That's at least closer. I was about to say, it locks on Thursday or Friday yeah. or whatever, and then when things happen on Friday, Robert Woods tears his ACL. You can't go back and change. You can't go yeah, back. Yeah, it would be chaos if I had, appreciate uh, South promotion. people. I appreciate South's promotion of the fact that Damashek, once again, six out of nine on the season, pup of the week, big underdogs winning on the money line. You had Carolina. I yeah. did Carolina. And Although you had Arizona again. giving the point, so that was it was weird. It's a good a good, good little hedge going in, but I got you. Why did I, I told you I tried to make the change, and you wouldn't allow it, so you can't hold a hedge nothing. I tried to go all in. You know, all right. You I, know, Martin should have hit his I, I'm just sick about this, Sal, because here's the thing. You should have hit yours, which was the Lions. Oh, here we go. There here we should go. be somewhere out there that if you lose your bet by an extra point, you can get your money back. I know. You're right. We, we did discuss because that. Because if the Lions, Ryan Santoso makes that extra point, I you know what? That game doesn't one. go to overtime. That game's that a win in regulation. Yeah. All right? Right. And then 48 yards from glory, and he misses the field goal. But you know what, though? What? It's a good tie. <laughs> well, it was a good tie great or a tie. good time? Oh, it was a great tie. tie. Because you know it sucked. Well, I don't, we don't know yet if it's going to help the Steelers or hurt them. If they're hurt eight, them, eight, 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 eight and one, they'll probably make it. If they're, you know, seven, nine and one, they're not going to make it. If they're nine, seven and one, we've reached the stage in the season now where every week it it's going to, you know, the Bengals are at the Raiders this week. Mm-hmm. The Chiefs have a big one against the Cowboys. Obviously, Steelers and Chargers. That probably comes down to having some relevance for both teams mm-hmm. unless the Chargers and or Steelers win their divisions. These games are all going to be huge now. We've reached that station in the season and we're close enough to Thanksgiving. If you talk to pro football players, that they will consistently say one of the truths for guy, for guys in the league is you ratcheted it up around Thanksgiving. Then hmm. now the games count. I they understand you can play yourself out of but the season. But now it's a week after Thanksgiving, right? Because we have that extra week, so that's why everyone's a little hesitant. I maybe they don't want to go all the way, yeah, but yeah. maybe they'll still ratchet up. So In is the that meantime, what, happened on Sunday? What, what I've enjoyed they is didn't Marty Weiss. Down. What yeah. I love, what I love is Marty. I don't know if you heard, but their Hall of Fame quarterback didn't play in the game, and a bunch of other <laughs> and the best defensive player in the next league. Next man hurt. up. The the. That's so all I have I to know say that, to you, next man up. And a, their Hall of Fame quarterback hasn't exactly been playing like a Hall of Fame it's quarterback a fun, It's a right fun now. creed. That's what they be saying. Like, it's Hall of Fame. Like, I get it. Like, Eli Manning was probably a Hall of Fame yeah. quarterback. But towards the end, his last two years, he was not what, exactly playing at a Hall of Fame level. What, what Is would, Ben Roethlisberger right now a top three quarterback in the AFC? What no. would you counsel? Five? What would you counsel Mike Tomlin or any other head coach to say if their quarterback goes out? Like, well, that's that. We have no shot this week. I would have counseled Mike Tomlin to find a different quarterback at the start of the season. Well, in the meantime, I would counsel you that all this week since that Lions game, you've tried to talk stuff at me when I was more right about the outcome than you were. You want credit for almost winning. I did win. I said Lions plus eight and a half consistently. I said that's not the Steelers should not be giving well, any profile. If, if you're going to use I the Cam Newton thing, you also didn't know that Ben was out when Thank you, you said uh, Lions plus eight and a half because it was no eight and a half. On kickoff. And he's complaining about Ben Rouse. The Lions had Jared Goff. They had about what, 140 <laughs> passing yards going into the going into terrible. the overtime. It was as ba- bad as I've seen two quarterbacks navigate poor weather situation in a long time. 
I'm like, like that who bad. is Jamar Jefferson? Who's that? He scored on the Steelers. I, listen, exactly. It was, a, it was an embarrassment. But like, believe, are you, Godwin I, and Bumake scored on the Steelers. <laughs> this is a cognac. What are you doing now? Uh, so Martin, wait, you're continuing no. to brag about something you didn't get right? <laughs> no, I'm trashing your theme because the first six, the first four, five, six weeks of the season, we had to hear, oh no, the Steelers are. When contender. they were one and three, the Steelers. So now look, this I is what's going to be beautiful about this because every week when we see the in the hunt graphic, it's going to have Pittsburgh right there in that one, and every one. And, and, and Troy Aikman or Chris Collinsworth is going to be like, wait, well, you know they tied with <laughs> the Lions. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's true. It's not fun. And every time I'm going to sit there, I think of you. I know. Maybe instead of Pup of the Week, we should each pick a game we think is going to tie. Well, that okay, that's, pretty good. that's <laughs> a fun game. Yeah, I'm surprised we, you don't get more ties because every time the game goes into overtime, mm-hmm. it always feels like, boy, this possession. Oh, they're punting there with six. I don't know. My, yeah. It's remarkable that you don't see more ties. Did you want to kick the – I forgot who won the toss. Oh, the Lions won the toss because they got it, right? Right. And Did you, were you happy with that? I mean, as a Steeler fan, I might have been okay with that. No, I, I bet with with the inability to tackle the names that uh, well, they Marty Weiss just over. ran through. They did run all um, over. Yeah, yeah, of course, nothing was was guaranteed. Um, yeah, it's Scott Hansen in hell trying to figure out who was carrying the ball for the Lions. <laughs> I mean, that was a torturous. Uh, I'm on around saying who? That's but, State Brown. But I catch. do, for the record, for mm-hmm. the record, and Eddie Spaghetti may not want to hear it, but he is required to back mm-hmm. me up on this. He hears every word I say God as long as he's you. not tuned out. Um. I've never once said the Steelers are Super Bowl contender. Contender. Okay, I yeah. never once floated. Yeah, we'd have to. Never once did you hear me on the in the calendar year 2021 mm-hmm. float Steelers and Super Bowl contender. It's never happened. So good. you can't charge me with Don't that. Don't change that. With that job. Don't ever change. I think that you think had to good. hear Marty. Why I, I, we had to hear about it. you never heard that from Damashek. That's what he did say over eight and a half wins. Yeah, as that. as the Bengals were just running through the hey, well, you watch, watch out for the team on the banks of the three rivers, Sal. Yeah, there was, watch out there was for the a three lot rivers that. as the Ravens. Well, as Lamar Jackson was running up, watch out guys, for the team on the three rivers, Sal. You both mentioned it's a strange year. I don't know that it's a lot stranger than mm-hmm. um, many other years. I know it's odd that we're going into week 11 and there are no teams with zero or one loss, right? So a two-loss team. Um, this brings us to the strange fact of the day, and Babyface Joel Solomon and Eddie Spaghetti are both going to um, participate in this exercise. Now, Babyface, it's going to take him a while to get out. They have to he's walk gonna, over here? He's going to step over lights and stuff. Just follow the <laughs> smell of cognac, Babyface. You'll get here. Uh, you have a strange fact of the day. And then Eddie will uh, lay his on us. Well, okay. as Dave just said, I'm not. Uh, teams are ratcheting it up right now. I'm not yeah. sure what that word means, but ratcheting it up. Babyface is in a catcher <laughs> stance right yeah. now. I'd love to make him stay this way as, for as long as we can, which is probably about 13 seconds. Uh, You're a regular like, Mike Lavalier over like there. Look at you, Spanky. Tony Pena. All right. So we enter week 11 in the NFL. You're looking for a team that will get hot right now. Here's how strange the NFC is right now. Not a single team has currently won two games in a row. Oh, boy. <laughs> Knock oh, from his perch. Oh, God. All right, go ahead. Good, you nice, yeah. sturdy base. No, you're good. That's good. Not a, t- uh, yeah, not a single team has won two, uh, two games in a row. No NFC team has no, won two games no in a row NFC. at this point. They, they don't have a two-game streak. Uh, currently, right now. Right. A W1 or an L1, if you look in the column. Correct. That's pretty spectacular. In fact, the NFC East is the only division that all teams are coming off a win, and the Bucks, Saints, and Rams have lost two straight. So, looking for that team in the NFC to get, to get hot, I just you know think right. it's strange. Yeah, well, and I get, I, and I know where you're going with this, uh, Sal. Yeah, it's fascinating to me because 
Hench uh, on minus three this week. We were we were yapping about it and ruminating. Is it? Does it feel like even the good teams get blown out more than they ever have good before? Good teams getting killed. That would be the difference, right? right? Good yeah, teams not lose. Lose, obviously yes. losing games. Right. But, so I looked it up mm-hmm. and went back to 2009. I felt mm-hmm. like that was a decent entry point for you know modern day ball. And in the last three years, or really even in 2020 and this season so far, there are way more blowouts of really good teams, mm-hmm. teams that you legitimately point to. 13-3 and three is the measure. If you only had three losses in the regular season, you saw, the Bills got whipped last year. Uh, uh, their right. teams, your Cowboys got destroyed less than two weeks ago. Sure. I mean, the, the, the Niners got killed by the Cardinals, and Who then the, the Bills, Niners— the Bills get whipped by? They lost last the year. Oh, last year. Last year, yeah. yeah. They, they, okay. they got whipped um, at least once, maybe twice. Anyway, yes, it is not just your imagination. Okay. Even the really good teams are getting whipped, but it's that all is set same. up to what, you, what your overarching point is. Right. Well, I think we can't count anyone out, right, of the, once they get to the playoffs. I think that'll be the bottom line because we'll have seen both sides of every team. Like, we've, we'll have seen not only them lose close games and win close games, but get blown out, like you said, in the Cowboys case and in the Bucks case and all these other teams, the Packers, but, you know, without Rod, whatever. Um, no, they got whipped uh, in uh, week one, remember? Actually, week one against the Saints. That yep. was a weird one. Um, sure did. Yeah, so uh, I don't know what the answer is. All right, Spaghetti, you have a Well, no, your point is, before you jump into oh, Spaghetti, sorry, but your point, point is. What's my point? Your point is, is that if you blur your eyes and you don't focus on the Bills losing nine to six in Jacksonville yeah, yeah. and otherwise the Cowboys get yeah, you're not going to have the everything Jaguars else is like the AFC. Yeah. go go through where was where was the collective wisdom right. across the board in all the divisions kind of looks exactly what you sure. thought it would be. Packers are there, Rams are there, Cowboys. Chiefs toyed know, with us for a month and a half, yep, and they're Chiefs, right back Bills, up. everybody. Yeah, it's like, oh, yeah. So if you don't focus too much on the nitty-gritty, it's like, yeah, yeah exactly where we well, thought I like that people are blaming the extra game already. It's like, all right, but the, the, nothing's different from that. They'll have, you know, by um, November 17th, they'll have played uh, 10 or 9 games, and that's the same case for every single year uh, leading up to this. So don't blame the extra game just Oh, yet. you know what? I, I love the extra game. You know why? Because it keeps what? the cool cats in fantasy football alive. I need that extra week. We, we, that's true. We limped through the first half of the season. You might need till like April or something. Oh, you did win this week, right? That was a big Cats game. are going to win out. We'll just see how the cookie crumbles Speaking of there. cats, this is a really good time to introduce spaghetti. That's really uh, – Nice segue there. Spaghetti, your strange fact of the day. Babyface, you did a good job. I'll give that like a, you know, I'll give that like a seven right there for strange facts. But I think you're going to get blown away here. So I saw this fact uh, on Twitter. And with the Panthers win over the Cardinals Sunday, cat teams versus bird teams are now tied at 209, 209, and 10 Hmm. throughout the course of uh, NFL history. (laughs) That's insane that some idiot keeps track of that. Not you, Spaghetti. But Cat yeah, team versus bird team. Underdog. I mean, that's a real victory for for wing creatures, right? I mean, who? I mean, you would never take a bird. What? What bird Falcons, against what eagles. feline would you ever oh, say like, oh yeah, give me the give me the give me the mm. bird and falcon? You're saying in real life? Yeah, yeah a falcon over like a, a an Abyssinian kitty. Mm. Yeah, I'll take I'll take the bird there, but those, those are precious few where mm-hmm. the the, the bird cat, gets the advantage. Abyssinian Kenny is what the they're renaming the Staples Center. By the way, I just saw that. <laughs> you got the Jaguars, Crypto the Lions, and forget it. You Panthers. couldn't figure this out. 
three cognacs ago. You're not going to go. I was trying one. to figure Bangles, out if there are any birds that could beat. They're the Panthers. Panthers, Bengals, Lions. I don't know. Spaghetti, how did this work? Like, could a Seahawk take a Jaguar? I'm, I don't know. I'm not really sure what a Seahawk is. A Seahawk? Yeah. That's a, like a cockroach, I think, isn't it? I, if I yeah. understand it correctly, yeah. Yeah. Oh, wow. What's a Seahawk? All right. Well, week it's 12. It's a bird. It's I mean, a, it's it a fake a bird. bird. I mean, a, a, Seahawk sounds like it might, a Seahawk sounds like it might fish or something. You know, I don't the know. Jaguars play the Falcons to break the tie week 12? S-E-A, S-E-A. That's why they did it. Okay. So that'll be fun. Thanks, Dave. Yeah. It's a weird year. A weird year indeed. And also weird... The season is upside down because Bill Belichick is starting to show up to like press conferences and games mm-hmm. with with new beautiful clothes, a new coat. <laughs> I like that it was described as beautiful. It's basically it's nothing like uh, Martin Weiss wears a cognac party, but it was like this <laughs> this shiny bubbled coat or something. I don't know. And they're like, oh, that's beautiful. Uh, I don't know. Is he cashing the subway checks and actually spending money on clothes? He wore like a onesie that uh, resembled a sleeping bag to the the, the stadium a couple weeks ago. What's going on with Coach Belichick? Since when does he care about this? Well, Marty is the fashionista among this trio with his maroon suit, so maybe Mm -hmm. you have better insight into this. But I wonder if that image of him walking into the stadium a couple weeks ago with the one sweatpant leg rolled up high and the belly exposed and everything else, wonder if that was like, all right, that's it. Now it's time for a fashion intervention. (laughs) Like if somebody was like... "Eh." It's been a funny little thing with yeah. you, all, but th- now you've gone too far. Too much about the new quarterback. How about the new clothes? How about the new the new duds? All right, cut the, yeah. cut the right. coach. Right. We, we care about you, and you're embarrassing yourself, mm-hmm. and, you're, and this is uncomfortable for all of us, and they just gathered around. Maybe Tom Brady even flew in for the intervention. He's like, sorry, coach. I care about you. We've wow. had a lot of good times together, but you know what? Now it's too much. Help yourself. Help us help you. The Patriots have been on a streak, and not too many people have been talking about them. Right. Now they are. Because of, because the, of Belichick's because outfits. outfits. Yeah. But, I mean, think about it. Think <laughs> about why. think about years years past. If the Patriots were on this type of run after, you know, you know blowing two teams out like this, it'd be, mm. you know, the A block of everybody's show, Tom Brady and Bill Belichick. But since Brady's not there anymore, they don't have that handsome chin yeah, you to need really the extra. draw. You know, so Belichick, you know, I mean, exactly. He's wearing overalls one day, his coat the next. Maybe next day wear a hat. I, I don't know if he likes it, though. I think he'd be horrified if he knew people were talking about it this much. He, oh, he's, don't buy that. That really? whole snap face, Twitter, and he, he's on all of it. He knows all wow. of it. Like, I, I don't buy that for a second. Armando hmm. Armani. Yeah, if he's not... <laughs> <laughs> but if he's not on it, he got somebody telling him everything that everybody's talking about. I don't, I don't well, buy that one bit. The Patriots are favored by seven. Went up to a hefty full touchdown at Atlanta, 47 and a half. That's Thursday night. I will pick this game on Fox, although I should be, I should be banned. I've Congrats lost four in a row. Thank you. I've lost four in a row after winning an 11 in a row. It seems like just yesterday, we barely got the glue of the terrible bumper sticker 11 in a row off the door at work here, and I've now lost four in a row. Uh, I'll go at it again tomorrow night. But, uh, Shaq, what do you like? Minus seven, 47 and a half. The Patriots in their heyday, uh, save the one almost undefeated season, are not known for even at their best or even at their most mediocre, either getting whipped or whipping anybody else. I know the recent returns go against that, but I think there's a return to form here Mm. for the way they play games. Seven is too many. I'm going to take the Falcons plus seven. And as a side note, it used to be a hard and fast truth that you don't, any team that goes out and gets 
a guy from the Patriots and expects the same level of return oh, is going to be disappointed. But yeah. Corderell, what he's doing, they introduce him. It was Belichick who first introduced him I think as he's a running out. back. I think he's out before you start. Oh, he is? I, think mm-hmm. he's, uh, I don't think he's playing. Oh, my. I, a lot I was ready to make him uh, well, to include him on a prop. But he, it, what he's doing is remarkable yeah. because if nothing else, he's an anomaly and not just because you're throwing him in the backfield wearing that number and the figure he cuts looks weird and continues to look weird. Right. But that started with Belichick, and you would think, what are you doing signing Cordero? You think you can work the same Patriots magic? That never happens, but yeah. in this case it has. Yeah, Patterson is a game-time decision. He's been yeah. all over the injury reports. <laughs> That's why I haven't bet this game yet. Well, Martin, this is strange. I, I don't know that we've seen anything like this, a Thursday game where one team just lost by 40 and the other team just won by 38. <laughs> and the home team is uh, getting points. You're going to pick it or you got a prop? So I want to pick the Patriots to cover six. I, well, I actually, I wanted to pick it at six you can do whatever early you want. in the week. Well, I yeah. can't anymore because I can't get it at seven now. FanDuel will let you buy a couple points, whatever you want to do. Yeah, but that's, I don't like to do that. Okay. I don't, that's You're too complicated to me to tell people that, you know, buy it down to five and a half. And then, you know. Who's that? Is that Damashek? No, I don't know who okay. that was. That was uh, that Johnny Vegas, I guess. <laughs> no, but uh, for this, I think New England's going to win this game. Mm-hmm. I think that Atlanta without Patterson again, and Calvin Ridley hasn't been there. Like, they, they have they – have, Atlanta's last two wins have been – a little fun, like the, they should. The Saints should have beat them. Um, I think the Patriots are going to win this game, but I don't want to bet the whole seven mm. because if you just notice, just anecdotally, the last like five primetime games have been around, except for the Rams and the 49ers, it's been around a touchdown spread, and it's just immediately knowing that's not happening. Yeah, right? don't try to get ahead on the week gambling right in the Thursday night game. Uh, so what I'm going to do, I'm staying away from sides. I'm betting on Bill Belichick though. Because what does he What's do? He we always, What's he going with? I don't know. I'm, I'm excited to see. Yeah. But we know that Belichick's always about taking away a team's number one option, mm-hmm. right? Patterson, as you, as you were just talking about, he runs, he, he catches, he does everything but damn near throw the ball. He may not go. I'm taking Kyle Pitts under 63 and a half really? receiving yards. That's hmm. a very savvy play. I, I really like that a lot. Wow. You look Thanks, at, Dave. You look at Pitts. Look at that. Congratulations, Marty. You've done it again. <laughs> All right. So, Shaq, you're taking – did you say you're taking the points? Falcons plus seven. All right. So, let's say we make a same-game parlay. Plus seven. Pitts under 63 and a half. Is that what you said? 63 and a half. I will not give you a winner, but I think uh, – well, I'll tell you the final score is going to be 30-27. And that puts it way over the expected 47 and a half. And that's what you call – a same-game parlay. FanDuel Sportsbook wants you to get the most out of every NFL game day. They're giving you a free $10 risk-free bet every week. All you have to do is bet a same-game parlay, just like the one we laid out, three legs or more. And if your bet doesn't win, FanDuel pays you back up to $10. Fast payouts, easy to use, safe and secure. It's America's number one sportsbook. Same-game parlay bets. No feeling like nailing one. Get it going on FanDuel Sportsbook. And if you're new to FanDuel Sportsbook, they are also offering a risk-free $1,000 bet. If you prefer that, just sign up with promo code EXTRAPOINTS. And your first bet loses, you get up to $1,000 back in site credit. That is promo code EXTRAPOINTS. All right, what do we want to move on? Well, we can move on, but I just want to say again, because I I love to look at it every week, as I assume most football fans do, is... Mm -hmm. This this battle for what now is really the last two wild card slots 
is going to be fascinating on the NFC. You're looking at NFC. Such junk. Like, oh well, the Patriots should should kill the Falcons. They stink. We just saw the Falcons get destroyed. You know, this this is a wild one. Seven. That's all. That's all they're giving. Right. They're in contention. Are the Falcons? We went over this on uh, uh, against all odds, and so you're right. There's the five because the Rams. Rams will get in. Right? Rams Arizona, are in. Whatever. Rams so are that's definitely five. Gone, right. Whoever wins, whoever's a right. wild card. That's right. five. Right. You have the other three division winners. Um, the the Saints are a minus to get the six. That's no guarantee, but they're minus 150. And then you're right. Eagles, 49ers, Panthers. Who else? Dare I say the Giants? Are they still in the spaghetti? Yes, they're all. Uh, Seattle's at three and six is not completely out of it. Their problem is, is that they have all those divisional games Seattle still upcoming right. in there in last place. But I'll tell you, I, I'll, I like Carolina. I'm going to stick with and with Cam versus Trevor Simeon and the Saints. And the other one that you can't sleep on, and I'm a prisoner of the moment here, mm-hmm. the Niners. Yeah. But so sa- sorry, Niners Spaghetti, have, go the, ahead. The, the with the go Giants ahead. talk. Oh, good. No, he doesn't want to He doesn't want to defend them, does he? Well, I mean, I, I've said multiple times, they're they're out of it. I, I hate the, the graphics that, you know, certain channels use, like the in the hunt. Like, you're mm-hmm. not, they're not in the hunt. How many in the hunt teams have really overcome the other teams that were actually in the playoff spots, especially when the Giants are probably, what, three, four games behind. They have three wins. They're playing the, an angry Bucks team. Uh, like, I, I don't. I don't really. I agree with that. That's probably the end of the story for the Giants playoff (laughs) bid. But they're in it by record now. But they're the Eagles at four and five, too. It's really hard because these are the the bottom line is it's hard to bet because they're all mediocre. Every team seems to have the Falcons on their schedule, except for, unfortunately, the Falcons. But if you look at the Panthers, um, their next three check against Washington, the Ron Rivera Bowl Mm -hmm. against the Dolphins and home against the Falcons. They kind of have to win all three because then it's Bills, Bucks, um, Saints, and then Bucks again. So those are important three. 49ers have the best uh, slate. Who do we say they have? Hold on. I'm going to get this. Well, 49ers are the best. I know it's a little crazy since you saw Colt McCoy's. Keep in mind, it's not just the Cardinals that whipped them. It Mm -hmm. was Colt McCoy's Cardinals that whipped them. Mm -hmm. So it's hard to get really enthusiastic about it. And I think this will be a telling game in Duval County. If they cross the country in what feels like a trap game, as much as you can call a four and five team playing in a trap game, um, that they're supposed to win. But they get over in that one. Jaguars, I Falcons, think they Texans, they have the Seahawks. They have some uh, easy-ish yep. games. I uh, won't even be surprised if, and it's hard to throw dirt on the Kyler Murray, New Hopkins list mm-hmm. cards. I won't be surprised if the Niners get over in the second half of the season and, mm. and, and catch the Cardinals. I'm scared for the Cardinals. I really am. Like you I, are. I, well, I mean, I just really like watching. So they team. have this game, then they go on by. So there's a there's a the prevailing wisdom is that they don't rush Kyler back for this one. But it's just, I mean, we saw it last year too. They they go off on this hot start, and then Kyler gets nicked, and then all of a sudden they lose yeah. four of the last five. What's happening this year? Is this Arizona? Is this Cliff Kingsbury part two? Is the sequel? You Kingsbury know for a minute, for a minute, he topped the odds for uh, coach of the year, and now it's um now it's uh, Tennessee Vrabel. But I'm, I mean, I'm worried. If like the hamstring with Hopkins is, is is touch and go, and if Kyler can't go, then it's, it's just all right. What it's about the this? Same Shaq? thing. Panthers to make the playoffs plus three sixty. 49ers to make the playoffs plus one seventy six. Take them both. You'll, I think you'll turn a profit. Uh, you will turn a profit if one of them makes it. I think one of them gets oh, the seven. Oh, see, I was thinking of combining the two, so make individual bets. See, now yeah. this is where I need your counsel. Gambling one hundred and one. Yeah, I think 101. so. I think out of the six, 
teams on the fringe, we'd pick two, and I would say those are the two. I don't know. Did anybody think the Panthers were in the playoffs before last week? No, he, he does bring a certain energy. He might um, that energy might come in the form of a, a ball hitting the turf and bouncing. That's, off and that's that's the, the next question. If, yeah, like, let's take vaccine status out of it, right? If yeah. COVID didn't exist and Cam Newton was in Carolina and Sam Donald was in Carolina, week one of preseason or week one of training camp, right. are we one hundred percent sure that Cam Newton is the starter coming out? It's definitely a conversation that people are having, right? I know. We yeah. weren't 100% we sure Cam be Newton was going to be the starter when Mac jo- against Mac Jones. They could lose to Washington. It's only a three-point spread. And I then just, we're back yeah, to I, square one with I them. just – it gets a great story, but maybe we just let it be that. Keep your money in your pocket. Plus 360 is no good. Well, one, yeah, of, those, one of those is going to get – Washington is in an interesting spot coming off a big win there. Um, I, You know, I wonder – People were talking about it all offseason. It was kind of an indictment of Cam Newton. Why isn't Ron Rivera seeking to get Cam Newton and mm-hmm. instead goes with Ryan Fitzmagic? And, oh, yeah, Heineke will get it. That, that, in hindsight, seems like a massive mistake, doesn't it? And now it'll be fun to see if number one gets over Rivera and makes him pay or if Rivera proves correct and shuts down number one with a week to prepare I guess, for him. you know, out of those teams we mentioned, Russell Wilson, far and away the best when he's healthiest, but they might be too far behind. They feel like a mess, don't I they? Know, I know. Well, he just wasn't ready. Uh, NBA. Steph, unstoppable last night. 117-99 over the Nets as an underdog. They pull off the upset. Um, more importantly, Draymond Green breaks the Manning cast curse. Five for six from the floor, eight rebounds. So that's the first. Uh, and people are like, no, 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 it's just uh, NFL players. Like, why? Why do you make the rules? He's the only active player on there to do well the following week. So the curse is gone. I was actually going to suggest to you to hop on there. You know, if this Thursday went Which south, one? well, the Manning cast. If this Thursday went oh, south as well, oh, you know, it's a there's break, an you idea. Know, slump buster. You I know? don't know if they can. Yeah, interesting, yeah. Yeah, it might be, might be the case. But look me in the eye and tell me that Steph Curry's not the MVP right now. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to do this every week until it's, uh, until it's uncomfortable. I think, I think it's probably like two more weeks. For it uncomfortable eye contact, unnecessary. He's plus 250 right now. I got him at 10 to 1, one of the very few things I could uh, brag about. Not that he's got it one, but I saw an interesting stat. Kirk Goldsberry uh, pr- printed um, the leaders... Those who have nine or more made three-pointers in a game, uh, career-wise. Harden, nine. Lillard, nine. Clay seven. How many for Steph? How many games? Nine plus three. Nine plus threes for Steph. Harden and Lillard, say, second place with nine. I'm going to say 25. Check. I'll go over by one. 26. 37. Damn it. Sheesh. 37. <laughs> he uh, doesn't belong in this league. And there's... There's, I'm on a whole separate text chain. Like, is he top 10 greatest players of all oh, time yeah. or just the greatest shooter of all time? Like, uh, for sure, greatest shooter of all time makes space for everybody else. Is he top 10 greatest player? Yes. And yeah. I, I know that that's the, I, I've noticed over the last uh, month or so, people have engaged in that conversation. It's funny. Nobody, like we talk about, nobody wants to be wrong. And so it's easy to just take the fallback of history over whatever's happening right now. Like, oh no, that was better. Mm -hmm. And you seem smart for that. Um, It wasn't very long ago where people would debate you on if Steph even was the best shooter of all time. That now, that's, yeah, that's, that's settled fact. I think Mm -hmm. all due respect to Durant and Larry Bird and otherwise. Reggie Miller. Uh, Reggie Miller. Yeah. Um, 
I think now he he certainly is. I mean, yeah. and and it's not just the individual deeds too. You know, he also when you when he retires now, he could retire tomorrow, and the resume in terms of team deeds are also support mm-hmm. his all time greatness. And not only that, Martin, he has that picture now that now I call it iconic. I don't know. The Megans argued whether it was iconic or not, but he's taking the shot. He's walking away away from the shot where everybody else on the court is looking at his shot, which is in midair, and and obviously goes in. Do you have it? What's your most iconic picture? Would you? Is it the one with you and Rob Parker mm. in the maroon suit? It might be that. <laughs> nah, that doesn't even scratch the surface. My most iconic picture? <laughs> I don't know. All right, think I'd have about to it. think about it. But who's I the say, most famous person you've met? The most famous person that I've who met. who would know you if he saw you mm. or she saw you would be like, oh yeah, look at this, it's Marty. Mm. <laughs> I would probably say Shannon. Is it Shannon? I, but like the, Skip's like, more famous than Shannon. Well, then Skip then. It's, oh come on! Well, I, I don't come know, Christmas. I don't know. All these people to me have the same. I don't say they have a similar level of fame. Like none of them are like movie stars or like. I feel like that's the next level. Like they're not like. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I have there? a picture with Obama and Baby Doll Dixon. So uh, yeah. See, like I would up. say like that. You I met know. Jimmy Kimmel. I did. Meet I gotta Jimmy say, Kimmel. he's probably at the end of it more famous. A Rod. I didn't meet A Rod. I was just at the same party with A Rod. You kept tapping him on the shoulder. He never turned around. Couldn't get him to turn around. Oh. I should have called us. Hey, J Lo's over there. Right, right, right. I don't know. Maybe Bill Simmons. There you go. Shaq, what about famous. you? Magic Johnson's never. Well, my first, uh, my first week, my favorite one at least was what my first couple days in LA. I was like, mm-hmm. oh, this is gonna be you know star power everywhere mm-hmm. I go. I'm gonna see famous people. And in the first couple days, I walk out to my car and walking on the other side of it was Mel Brooks. And I said, hey, it's Mel Brooks. And he said, hey, how you doing? And I said, I'm good. How you doing, Mel Brooks? And I was like, this is gonna be the greatest life choice of all time. <laughs> never been equal since. Really. <laughs> You didn't think to take an iconic picture with him at the time? Selfies weren't weren't big in that day. I wouldn't. I wouldn't Harris uh, the gentleman. So it would be Harris. Harris. It would be it Harris. Uh, Is that yeah. Harris? Oh. I spoke to Jay Z after two weeks after moving to L.A. Oh, that's big. And then from there, just well, so, went I mean, that's huge. Why didn't that just? Why yeah. didn't? Oh, he he didn't well, meet you the asked standard people of that I would, I would know, know and recognize, you, right. and oh, I could go and like oh, walk into a oh, room and say hello. Yeah, and they was they would know me. I once got the autograph of. Um, Channel 4 ABC affiliate in uh, Pittsburgh, WTAE, the weatherman, uh, Joe DiNardo. I got his... Uh, oh, that's not his bad. What a legend. You know what I'm talking about, right, uh, babyface Joe? Joe said it would. He's yeah. shaking his head. Joe, Joe DiNardo said it would, dude. He says it's going to rain today. All right. You better bring your, uh, bring your let's, jacket. Let's take a minute let the, uh, the celebrity uh, encounters wash over us. We'll take a quick <laughs> break and come back, talk college football, hockey, baseball, God forbid. All right. We'll be right back. All right, college football playoff, new rankings, although it's the old rankings, no change in the top four, Georgia, Alabama, Oregon, Ohio State, Cincinnati, still hanging on to the five spot check. Right now, I'm looking at the playoffs. Alabama, yes, is minus 118. There's not too much to discuss, but I did think it was weird. Oregon and Oklahoma have the same odds to get in at plus 225, and then Cincinnati's plus 320. So if it plays out, Oregon's got a a coin flip game against Utah. Are they automatically done if they lose that but win the Pac-12 championship? 
Yes, I a couple of things. We we I know everybody. I think we're running out of teams, though. Like everybody, everybody under the sun it. has to have their opinion. It's a required talking point if you wish to speak into a microphone. Nay, mm-hmm. if you wish to follow sports, you have to have an opinion on what the college football playoff should look like. I have a couple of tweaks for it. One is, I think if you had six teams, that would be the perfect number. You have five Power Five winners, mm-hmm. all guaranteed bids. With this major asterisk next to it, you have two losses. Now you're in the pool of wild cards. Now you might you're be with schedules, though. No one's going to take an out of conference tough game. I'm then. telling you what the score is. That's it. And two, right. I mean, by the way, why? Uh, I'm not. Uh, why would Alabama like, be number two ahead of Ohio State right now? Why the or Oregon right now? Oregon, the only loss for Ohio State is to number three, Oregon. How is that not a more significant victory or a more significant loss for... But it's fine, but it, it'll play out. It's not fine. I know it'll play out, but it makes no, it makes, makes no GD sense because wow. what it also gives you is a lock that if Bama does beat Georgia, that you must, by definition, put both of them in. Yeah, yeah, put the team that's going to have 18 pros in. Yeah. There it goes. Okay, man. if that's you lose your last game, game you know what's a playoff game? The SEC championship. If you lose that, get rid of the championship you should get... Game, get rid of the championship okay. game. Okay, game. that's fine with that, me, then. That's, what, that's how it should be. Okay, but here's the other idea I have, and I really yeah. like this a lot. Okay. Because if you go six, you're leaving one of the one-loss, two, one, or I think you're leaving two one-loss teams out of there. And God forbid, if Eddie Spears Getty's Notre Dame uh, uh, retreating Irish had beaten Cincinnati. Oh, oh my God. They never would have heard the end of it. That is going to be their one loss. Oh, no, no, no. Listen, what? Eddie Spaghetti has to wear it, and it's irrational, yeah. but I'm angry with him since he's the closest Notre Dame uh-huh. person in our, in our midst here. If they jump since undefeated Cincinnati and get into the playoff, which is still a possibility, no, no. it how? What do you mean? How? That's well, they good... have no conference championship. They play Georgia Tech. They, you know, have a win over Wisconsin, who's lost. I don't know what. Who are their big it's wins? College football. Because uh, because everybody who you talk to who's a, who's savvy about how college What's football that? works, the the legitimate talkers like Jeff Schwartz, <laughs> yeah. says this, and Andy Staples <laughs> and people like that will weigh in on this. And we're we're talking. I to just Dan don't know Wetzel. what would have to happen. I'm looking at it now. Like what what happens in the next was, two uh, weeks? It's a business. It's a, it's a, hey, the end of the day, get a lot of that talk. So end Oregon, of the day, it's Oregon a business. Would have to lose. Oklahoma would have to lose. Cincinnati would have to. Lose. I'm just saying, right? If those things yeah. happen and it comes down to Notre Dame or Cincinnati, mm-hmm. there are people who are smart who would make a case that we got to put Notre Dame in is, over is Cincinnati. That it, is that, that, is that the only path? How, how, so tell me how else we can keep the, Cincinnati out of the playoffs. The reason was if you read what the committee says after they give their decisions, they mm. weigh a lot of it on the strength of schedule. And if you look at the strength mm. of schedule, Cincinnati's 101st. Every other team in the mix is somewhere like 50 or below. Notre Dame's, I think, is 36. I think Oregon actually has the toughest at like 27. <laughs> so I think because the strength of schedule would actually uh, help them in their favor because uh, that's what the, the committee does value. Uh, oh, my God. But if they if the one if, the, think, if I, there's only one strike in the loss column between Cincinnati and Notre Dame combined, and if that and Notre Dame gets it, then I'm gonna throw up on spaghetti oh, or good. the closest fighting yeah. Irish person. Oh, now to I have this something is, to root this is for. the That's first good. time 
in my adult life, I can actively say, since I ever saw the movie Rudy, that I'll be rooting for Notre Dame. Of course, I mean, yeah, how yeah. crazy! I, since would that I saw be? Rudy, I've but we got to root against this other shit I've been too. All the way out. The but now I'm rooting on Notre Dame because I want to see Damashek. Yeah, we got to see this. Some I want to see his face turn green because it's all made up, Dave. It's all made up. Are you going to drink some cognac? What does he say? Strength of schedule is the most important thing. Who determines how strong the schedule is? The same people who are making the rankings. It's all bullshit. I'm going to chug. Cognac until I'm on the verge of sick, and then I'm gonna put it over the top with a finger in the back of my throat. And wow, and well, uh, I'll tell you this if you drink La Portier, you won't get hung up. No added sugars, but the contents of my belly will spill on Daddy Spaghetti's arrogant. I like head, it, Notre Dame. And let, here's the but here's my idea the committee chooses five teams. Mm-hmm. The number one team gets to choose who they play. All right, that's fine. That's Wouldn't that fun. be fun? I like that. Wouldn't yeah. that be fun? Okay, you get five teams. Here, here are the four teams. Choose whichever one of these well, what, four you want to play, number one. Uh, well, how does this bracket off? One it doesn't. Six, there's three teams left after the second no. week? The, 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 there's a team that doesn't make it. It's like the committee, we get you oh, they kick to five out. teams. Oh. And you okay. want to talk about You're the one that cries life? about our, our <laughs> fantasy league and the kickout rule, and now you're doing this. You're I employing it, it in college football. Well, it's benefited me over the years. I don't uh-huh. know. So maybe I've turned a little bit on that. But um, either way, wouldn't that be fun? You want to talk sure. about bloodlust and rivalry it's and nice. all that kind of stuff. What have you kicked out if you're, uh, you're Georgian? Like, Alabama's fifth, even though you beat them. Like, yep, mm-hmm. they're out. We're, they're, they're, they're not going. We choose Cincinnati. And that means uh, I like it. I mean, we've spent a lot of time talking about shit that's never going to happen, but I I do like it, and I I agree. I want Alabama in to the very end. I don't care how many losses they have. I go too much by the preseason polls. In fact, I think that should be it. The preseason poll just take the top four and they play each other, and that's it. In fact, they shouldn't even play. <laughs> Whatever the poll is, that's who the champion is. That's, mean, no see, that's why it's stupid. That's why I realized the whole thing was rigged. As a Michigan fan, when Michigan was the 15th ranked team in the nation and went to a BCS bowl, I was like, oh, the same people that make the, the preseason rankings, make the strength mm-hmm. schedule, and then make all the other rankings. So, of course, you know, this, this makes sense. We got to get in the ranking making business. Or just root for it, you know, root for Michigan or Ohio State or, you know. Get off your Cincinnati high horse. Check, it's getting bad for you because a Fenway, Fenway Sports Group is in advance talks to purchase the Pittsburgh Penguins. So Boston is essentially buying Pittsburgh. How do you feel about this? We have, we're loaded with asshole uh, Boston fans. I agree, and there could be, you know, I, I get that the jokes are deserved. Tom Brady could be sending mm-hmm. out a thing like, hey, I already own the Steelers. Now, you know, all those mm-hmm. kind of... Uh, hilarious uh, wisecracks notwithstanding it sounds like it's a good thing for for the penguins and specifically for mario lemieux number 66 aka the single most important individual to one sports franchise no. in the history of people not debatable look it up try and amount the case you will not find a but he's suitable- gonna have to change his name to murph now no, he's Murphio. not. Yeah. He, he stays in as a minority owner. This is a guy who long ago, to the benefit of the organization, said, I am owed equity. You guys are into me. There was some stuff that got sideways with ownership. Mm-hmm. They didn't literally, imagine, they literally were like, we don't have the money to pay you, your contract, Lemieux. Yeah. And he said, all right, I'll take equity. That's how he became the owner, was the, the heaps of loot owed to him. He became an owner of the team. And... Stood by them, kept them from moving to Kansas City and the 
parts uh, like Hamilton, Ontario, and all that kind of stuff, stood by them. And now this is him cashing out. This He's is sold him to Boston. Voice oh, of wow. the Penguins. Voice uh, the, the the best uh, let him cash insider out. on the Penguins is Josh Yoey from the Athletic. And I don't know why Babyface Joel is shaking his head at that. I mean, this the is optics what he does for the whole hour, he shakes his head. The optics I are. I, I get it that you, it can make you feel uncomfortable. Like, wait, Fenway now owns the yeah. Penguins. This is good. Lemieux now makes hundreds of millions of dollars off of that. He's still, I assume, going to be up in his luxury box. I don't care how much uh, Mario Lemieux makes is because he's he's, because he's, he's done a lot. Make it good. For God's sake. It is good. It is, it's good for it's him. Good. You're going to be serving beans at the Igloo and, uh, and mayonnaise-based uh, uh, lobster rolls. Uh, listen, I like New England clam chowder by a lot mm. over Manhattan clam chowder. I don't even know where Manhattan yeah, gets off claiming that that's a chowder. It's not even a chowder. Okay, it's got clams in it. That's where the comparisons end. One is a tomato-based brothy thing with some clams thrown in there, but tomatoes and all that. Mm. Chowder is, you know, creamy and it's with potato well, and this and that. You'll get an ass full of it at the igloo for sure. Uh, what do we have? <laughs> Baseball. Thor- They're serving um, it in anuses? Yes. That's not a yes, that's not I don't think it's a good all. idea either. Noah Syndergaard to the Angels one year where they give him $21 million. End of a Mets era right there. And uh, even worse, more useless jerseys in the Icono household. And so now I have to replace Martin. Uh, my sons have Noah Syndergaard jerseys. He's no longer on the team. So that's an extra thing they asked Santa for. Which, do they by do? the way, I'm Santa in my house. But, yeah, go ahead. No, one of my bud- I, know, I have a buddy that buys a ton of uniforms. What do you do? What do I do? No, I mean, when you, it's, a, it's a bummer oh. when your guy's hurt. Like, you almost, like, he, almost like you screwed up. But he had, like, I, I think the NFL or something, he could send them back and get a new jersey oh, from right? the same team. So I'm wondering if you can do, like, a jersey exchange type deal. Because oh. he was literally, when they traded Stafford, was running out of players huh. to trade his jersey in for. He's like, I don't, you know, I, don't, I can't get another Darius Slay because he's not there anymore. I can't get a... And it's just team, uh, like, he can't trade it for, like... What about Iguabuike uh, or whatever his name exactly. is? There you the go. Little you can't, get a, Jefferson. Steph, you can't yeah. get a Steph Curry for a Noah Syndergaard, right? No, nah, but it's, it's, it was the same team, but I'm, you might want to look into that. All right. Interesting. His friend, that you'd like. It's funny. His friend that this time, this friend who he just uh, made a little story about. No name? We didn't get a name. Not well, I didn't, want, I didn't want to derail the whole damn well, show, know, Dave, but his name is TK. <laughs> it is TK? It is TK. Does he prefer New England or Manhattan chatter? I, I would have to go with New England because he's probably betting Patriots on Thursday. <laughs> <laughs> Let's be done with this. Uh, the Arcade, get yourself a gold hat. Um, extrapoints.com slash arcade. Lots of free-to-play games. The Megans, Megan Fun of Sports. That's a fun podcast. Lemon Pepper Parlay. It's Martin. It's TJ Hushmanzada talking football. They have their Lemon Pepper Parlays. Do you want to give it out here, or you might as well? Ah, go listen no? to the Lemon yeah, Pepper Parlay, right. because you know what? So you busted yeah. my balls earlier for getting all those, picking all the games wrong. Yeah. On Lemon Pepper Parlay, I picked four or five of them. Get those suckers right. You did? Okay. So listen to that. He's very focused. Minus three with Kevin Hench, Dave Damashek. Yeah, as That's an empath, only- I thought it was great to get Hench on while he's feeling it, Mac Jones and all that. So we talked to Hench early in the week. Go back and listen to mm-hmm. that. And then for Thursday, Eddie Spaghetti is lined up thanks to our pal Sully Dan Wetzel one of the great college football mm. voices out there we'll dig in on uh, some of the stuff we just and Sully about. now owns the Penguins right <laughs> one of the Sullys for sure uh, Waiver Wired with Eddie Spaghetti it's Waiver Wired Wednesday right now go listen to him and Jen Piacenti covered in glory a new soccer podcast out Friday morning Toby Mergler Brett Coromenos yes that's gonna be fun a lot of people watch soccer it turns out and I've heard about this. It. it seems like a growing sport. Remember when we were growing up, everybody said, hey, sooner rather than later, 
going to be the fifth major sport in America. Yeah. Then it was NASCAR. We Neither almost one really have fire yesterday. Uh, the U.S. men's team. Not close. Yeah. Uh, all right. We'll be back Friday. Until then, a reminder, you may feel like underdogs, but please remember, you're all my favorites. <laughs> 